Hey sisters, just a quick note before we get started with today's episode. We are going to be talking about a lot of books, but don't worry, you don't have to stop what you're doing and start writing down book titles. We are going to have them all for you over at thehomeschoolsisters.com. This is episode 22, so just click on the show notes for this episode and they will be there. We'll have the titles, we'll have the authors, we'll have everything you need to start building your poolside professional development book list for this summer. Okay, here we go. and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara. And we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk books today. Me too. Well, summer's coming. And um, I remember last year for summer, you did something called poolside professional development. I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't summer reading sound so much more professional when you call it that? (laughs) It does. It made me think like, that's exactly what I should be doing. I should be reading books, getting ready for the school year, um, filling up all that stuff because there's always like a ton of books that I want to read. So many books. (laughs) And... Doing it by the pool at least makes me feel like when I'm hanging out by the pool, I'm doing something a little bit productive. <laughs> <laughs> even You're though exercising your brain. Yeah. Even though last year I just read all the Tana French books and totally fine. That was fantastic. So um I guess you don't you don't have to read professional books. But if people want to, we've got a whole bunch to talk about today. I find it's easier during the school year. I'm so focused on the kids that I don't have time to read all the homeschooly books that I want to, or I start and then I never finish. So, but I do both. I read, you know, the the fun stuff. Yeah. The school stuff. That's good to combine the two, I think, because sometimes you need a break from thinking Mm -hmm. about homeschooling. (laughs) Oh, the first week of summer should definitely be Tana French. (laughs) Because you guys, you go, you go year round. Um, yes. And we, we kind of do, we, we scale way back in the summer. Um, we make it just about, you know, a few must do kind of things. But um, I do like to take some breaks in there during the summer where there's just not thinking about school. It just helps me. Um, like we just went on vacation and we were gone for a week and we came back and Nothing seems quite as hard or as overwhelming, you know? Isn't that amazing? And even though we had to catch up on laundry and we had to go to the grocery store and we had to do all the things you do after you come back, it just didn't seem quite as hard because I'd gotten a chance to read by the pool in Florida. (laughs) Florida pool reading is where it's at. That's almost, you know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) the best. We were down there to go to Universal and the kids um, each had an afternoon where they were just kind of worn out because it's, you know, it's a lot and kids get overstimulated and maybe moms who are introverts get a little overstimulated and they were like, I just kind of want to go to the pool. Is that okay? And I thought, oh darn. Twist my arm. Yeah. I guess I'll have to take my book and go read by the pool. And I had a really good book. I was reading, um, have you read the... It's called A Study in Charlotte. Have you read those? They're no, YA. but I want to. Okay. Because they're, they're um, based on Sherlock Holmes and Watson's, um, John Watson's, like, 
relatives and they're at a boarding school and it's Charlotte Holmes, she's a girl, and Jamie Watson and they meet each other and of course crimes start happening that are reminiscent of the Sherlock Holmes books and oh they're so good. Um so that sounds I, like perfect pool reading. Yeah. So I thought, oh shoot, I have to read by a pool? My <laughs> my really good book that I started and the plane? Darn. Okay. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so what did you read last year? When you did your poolside Ooh, professional so many poem. good ones. So I read um, Jamie Martin's book, Give Your Child the World. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about the books that I read that are homeschooly. Yeah. I read other ones. <laughs> um, and I read, I know we've talked about this before. We read, I read One World Schoolhouse by Khan of Khan Academy. And that was a really fun read because he's, when you read it and what he's suggesting um, it was interesting from someone who's been working in public schools, but also he, what he's suggesting is very similar to what we already do in with homeschooling. So that was a fun read. I'm adding that to my list. This is going to be an expensive episode for me. <laughs> we should have a warning for the yeah, book lovers. I'm, I'm worried, but um, <laughs> you had mentioned that before and I wanted to get it. So I'm adding it to my list for this summer. Oh, I'm going to send you some of these. Ooh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just solved my problem. (laughs) (laughs) Kara's been sending me fun books and I want to send fun books back, but I have a husband who love him dearly, reads slowly. He wants to be a reader. (laughs) So I have to send my books to him first since we're married and all. (laughs) It's the best thing though. It's so happy. Oh, books in the mail is the best. Yeah. Well, I've been getting a few books in the mail this week because it was my birthday and my sweet sister, um, but she set up this thing. It's my 40th birthday. And so she set up this thing where um, she contacted all these people that I know, um, friends from forever ago, you know, just everyone, and asked them to send me a favorite book. And so I've been getting all these books. It is so exciting. And somebody told me today I should take a shelfie. <laughs> you should take a shelfie. I hadn't heard totally of that before. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Um, I my friend in town told me because I had posted a picture of our game collection to my game school group, and apparently that's a thing with game schoolers and game lovers. Is your shelfie? Show me your shelfie. It just sounds like I'm saying but it I wrong when I say shelfie. I know. <laughs> I would love to see your shelfie. Yeah, you it's it's good. I. I've gotten some books. I have a list. Um, I've gotten some books that I really want wanted to read, um, and then some that I wasn't even expecting. And my friend sent me Mr. Popper's Penguins because it was his favorite book when he was a child. And I've really wanted to read that, but I did not like the movie. Did you see the movie? I never saw the movie. See, I'm not. I think it was Jim Carrey, and I'm like Jim Carrey is a little. Mm-hmm. too much for me. So, yes. um, I thought, oh, well, I, and now it's probably not him. And I'm just, <laughs> you just yeah. threw him under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jim Carrey. I know it really matters. My opinion. Of I, you. I remember um, loving the book. <laughs> and so I wanted to read it. So I'm excited about that. And then, um, our friend Shauna, um, Shauna Wingert from not the former thing. She sent me for the love from, um, Jen Hatmaker and it's signed. <gasps> no way. Yeah. And now I have, yeah, so that's really exciting. So, um, and my friend Courtney from One Deep Drawer, she sent me, um, Seal Like an Artist. Have you seen that book? No. It's, it's really, really 
awesome. But the best part is she has all these little notes in there with washi tape. So it's going to be like getting to sit with her and like have a little conversation with her. It's, and the other thing that Courtney did was after I met her at wild and free, um, in Texas last year, we talked about books because we had to drive a lot. We had to drive through a river because of where wild and free was, um, it was hosted and it's literally like you're driving through this river. I don't even know how to explain it. We, if it hadn't been dark, I think I would have turned back. And then we saw it in the light and we're like, you're driving through. It's some kind of thing that they do in Texas. I don't know. And (laughs) it's terrifying. And so, um, but we, we would talk about books. And so she actually wrote a post that is all these books that we talked about. And I'm working my way through that list too. So, I've got book ideas coming out my ears. Oh my goodness! But I see when yeah. when I got your sister's email, I might have forwarded it to my husband and told him to bookmark it <laughs> for next year. If you're ever looking for it's a gift great. idea, it's amazing. It's, yeah, I mean, I I can't. I um, Jamie from Simple Homeschool, our boss over there, um, where we both contribute. She sent me Jane Eyre, but and it's like the most beautiful. Um, copy, and then she sent me a candle that's like Jane's. I think it's called like Jane, Jane's veil, maybe or something to oh, go I've with it. Um, from Etsy, and I'm like, oh, so I mean, just such thoughtful, amazing things. And it's like, um, somebody else when I posted about it on Instagram said, um, books are parties for introverts, and I was yes. like, yeah, that's totally what it is. So, um. It's like, well, the- you get a belated one from your homeschool sister. Sitting <laughs> up. It's all packed up and addressed and sitting on my kitchen island. Well, I don't I, mind I'm that at all. I'm listening to you say what people gave because... you. And I'm like, please don't say it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still my book, Shauna. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's so fun because um, it's like each one is like a little visit from somebody, you know, and yeah, so it's been it's been really, really good. But we were talking about your poolside professional development books last year and I went off on a super tangent so it was a fun tangent yeah it has <laughs> any really book fun. lover is going to appreciate that yeah. when I saw you post to Instagram with all those packages like, oh my gosh and they're all books that, from people that you love yeah that was really really fun and each one is inscribed and then there's cards so I've been tucking the card inside it so like when I get to that one again I'm going to open it and reread the card and just kind of keep it all and I, it was it was so thoughtful I mean I'm I can't believe it. It's kind of the perfect thing for me. So it's good. Happy, happy. Lover's birthday. Yeah. (laughs) 40 isn't so bad. (laughs) No. (laughs) 40's got a lot of good books. Yes. Yeah. I think it's probably going to make me, yeah, keep me going through, through at least the first many months of being 40. So it's good. (laughs) Okay, so last summer, one of the other ones that I read that I really loved was written by Sir Ken Robinson, and it's called Creative Schools. And it's a very interesting read for a homeschooler who was public schooled or someone who worked in public schools. And 
again, similar to Khan's book, it will bring up a lot of things. He even mentions homeschooling in one chapter that will get you thinking about schools versus homeschool and education versus learning and that whole piece. So I liked those together. I read them back to back. I read, I reread Simplicity Parenting, which I try to read every single year. And I also reread um, Richard Love's book, uh, Last Child in the Woods. I love all of his books, but that's my favorite. And I try to reread those annually or almost annually. Um, and I'd highly recommend those to anyone. And then, then I read The Opposite of Spoiled, which helped me think about how to do allowance for my kids because my husband and I only, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode maybe, but my husband and I, he grew up with an allowance. I grew up without one. Um, and we both kind of wanted our kids to have an allowance, but didn't know how to make it work. And I, I felt like this book was a lot of food for thought and how to make it work for your family and how to encourage giving and saving those elements too, because it has the spend, save, give concept, which I know is not original to this book, but it just helped me think about it and have a plan for this year, which has worked out really well. So another book that I read after The Opposite of Spoiled was Grateful Kids, which is something that those paired well together because it got you thinking about how to raise kids and and inspire gratitude and not kind of, I feel like a lot of times it's forced and to try to make it more natural and incorporate it into our homeschooling. And then, so I went from the con and Robinson to the money and grateful finance bit. And then I went to math because math is something that I worry about all the time. And I know I've mentioned this, but I read Denise Gaskin's book, Let's Play Math. And then she has two other books that I bought and I wasn't even done reading Let's Play Math. And I was like, I have to have her other books too, because she's so good. But she, her whole book shows you how you don't even need a curriculum to teach elementary math if you make it fun and playful. And she has got so many ideas. She's got a fantastic website and she, and it tons of free resources. So you don't even need to buy the book, but I would highly recommend the book. Um, and it got me really thinking about math this year and how to make it fun. Um, and I know we might do a future episode on math. <laughs> I know. I'm excited about that. I, I have a lot of plans for reading this summer, this coming summer for pool fight, poolside professional development with math. But I have one child who's a little bit more hesitant than the other two when it comes to math, as I was. And so reading her book really helped me think about how to sneak in math when math feels hard for her through games and play and card games and conversation. So I would really recommend that book too. I'm glad that you brought up math because I have some math ones on my list for this year. And I actually just bought a book this morning. (laughs) No way. Um, I'm getting my pen out. (laughs) Do you know, um, you've probably heard, I've always heard that there's, you know, um, this theory out there that you can teach all of grade school math in a very short period of time if you need to. And I was always kind of wondering, like, if there was a book about that or what the resource was for it. And I found... um, it's in a book called Free at Last by Daniel Greenberg, and it's out of print, but there's copies on Amazon. So I just grabbed one of those this morning to look at. Um, 
Because like you said, math is kind of always the, how am I going to approach that this year? Mm -hmm. And we've been doing Fred, um, you know, but I'd kind of like to do a little bit more. So I saw another book called Avoid Hard Work, which is kind of the same concept of teaching math um, and worrying less about like spacing it out and doing a whole curriculum with it and more just about like the actual process of teaching kids to understand, you know, which is kind of what you and I have been talking about and why we want to do a math episode that, you know, the way that they teach it in schools isn't necessarily the way that we have to do it at home. And even a lot of the homeschool curriculum out there, um, you know, the way it's paced or whatever, it it might not work for every kid. So I know a couple of books that came out during that conversation were The Secrets of Mental Math. Oh, that's, I have that one on my list this summer. You do? Do I have have, it right um, here. Yeah. So I haven't ordered that one yet. Does it look, does it look good? I had just heard about it. I'm trying to find it on my shelf from this distance. It it does. It looks excellent and it's been recommended. So I've been doing a lot of research on how the problem I'm running into, and this is going to overlap with the, with the math podcast, but, um, I find, so I have two kids that very naturally understand math and it probably better than I do, probably definitely better than I do just from a very young age and they love it and they just are fine. And then I have one child that struggles with it a little bit more. And then when I sit down to explain why you do X, Y, Z, there's this voice in my head that says, that's just, that's how you do it. (laughs) And I lack the language to be, you know, where in science I could explain it or, or, you know, writing or reading, I can, I have more vocabulary around how to, the reasons why. And, you know, so I'm having trouble with that. So I've been doing some research and I was on um, a forum. I don't know if anyone has heard of Living Math, but it's a great website, another great website for teaching elementary math and beyond. But I was on their Yahoo forum and um, people had recommended that book, Secrets to Mental Math, and also Arithmetic for Parents, which I also bought, and I found it used for like a penny. So I'm going to read that this summer. And then I also bought a used, like really old, it's since been updated, but one of the great courses, and I'm going through it. I started it the other day, and I'm going through it, and I'm just relearning. And then my goal is, with this one child, is to have like just a mom and me math that we do together, and we learn math together. Without any sort of stress or, you know, this is what you need to do. We're just going to sit down and figure it out together. Yeah. I have arithmetic for parents on my list too. So that must've been something that we were talking about back and forth before the episode. Um, When I was (laughs) venting to you about my math saga. (laughs) No, it's good though, because I think in talking about it, we realize that that's something that a lot of parents are stressed about with homeschooling. So we're going to, in the fall, have a whole episode devoted to it. And by that point, we'll have read all these great books and hopefully we'll be we'll experts. Just, yeah. <laughs> we, we will be able to tell you exactly what we to will do. We'll be mathematicians. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a Holt book on my list, um, Learning All the Time. I always like to read a little Holt over the summer. And one. there was a good deal with that on Kindle. So um, do you read on a Kindle in the summer at the pool? I, I'm bad. I really don't read on my Kindle. So I got a Kindle way back when. I have the, just the basic version and everyone okay. was like, you need to get a Kindle. You read so much. And I, I, I don't have the attention span for reading digital. Okay. There's something weird with yeah. me. I, well, I like mine. I got a paper white a couple of years ago. 
not this past Christmas, but the year before for Christmas. And now I can read outside by the pool and it's so nice. And so I can grab like those, you know, one ninety nine, ninety nine 99 cent deals, you know? So, um, the whole, a while back there was, um, learning all the time was one ninety nine. So I put that on there. Um, and then of course I have a whole bunch of non-poolside professional development books on there that yes. I'm excited about. I got All the Light We Cannot See, which you read that. That's right? a really, really good book. Okay. That's probably the best book I've read definitely this year. And you've probably read more The Nightingale the... too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yep. there really was good. Um, a deal one day where um, there was a bunch of Kristen Hanna. And so there was The Nightingale and then I got Winter Garden. Have you read Winter Garden? I haven't read that one. Okay. So those are on there. But my, one of my problems is I see all these really fantastic deals for like 99 cent and $2 books and I download them and then they just get lost in the shuffle. So <laughs> I'm making a list in my bullet journal of the ones that I want to make sure that I actually look through and Oh, I like that. A plan. Um, yeah. I have, I like to buy really beat up books at the used bookstore <laughs> because I like then I don't, too. I love hard on my books. So if I'm by the pool, I actually just at the soccer field, I was reading, um, 13 reasons why, because everyone's talking mm-hmm. about the show and my husband and I ended up watching the show and I was like, now I have to read the book to compare. And my son, it's been so cruddy here so rainy that my son put my book down on the sidelines on the grass and it exploded (laughs) it looks like a sponge that's funny because I have the exact same thing I'm reading Rebecca which you've read that Mm -hmm. um Mary Prather actually recommended that to me from Squilt um and it was funny. I accidentally asked you guys for a book recommendation when we were talking about something else, because sometimes I don't know how to Voxer very well. And, um, I, (laughs) I got it and I took it with me on our trip and yeah, it got water and it's like crumbled and twice the size and everything else. But, oh my goodness, it's so fantastic. And I need to revisit that one. I think I read it in high school, maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm having a hard time doing other things besides reading it. It's one of those kind of books. Um, and then I want to read the Study in Charlotte sequel that just came out. Something about August. I can't remember exactly what it's called, though. But So I'm, I'm making my big list. What else do you have this that. summer on your so list? So this summer, I want to read, my son read it, and I know we've talked about it before, about Math and Magic in Wonderland, mm, yeah. which is a kid's book, but I want to read it. Since I'm on a math kick, I thought that would be good to maybe break up the... Did you do it as a read aloud? I wanted to, but one of my kids grabbed it and just kind of devoured it yeah. instead. So, yeah. Um, and I know you've had that problem, too, where you want to do a read aloud, and then when your kids is like, I can't not read this book. I have book. to hide them on the, in the cabinet above the, the yes. refrigerator. Yes. yes. And if I forget and I leave it out, as sometimes happens, he, t- he doesn't even mean to. <laughs> he just can't. Yeah. Resist book he hasn't read. I know. Yep. And then he ruins it. I tried to read Harry Potter, the first book, aloud to the younger two, and he basically ruined it. He didn't mean to. He was just so excited that I was like, we need to revisit this at another time because I can't read with you telling us what's happening now. And, oh, this part is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is when this is going to happen. Shh, stop. <laughs> It's it's not a bad problem to have that your kids are so enthusiastic about books, I mean, right? I, but I, I it, it is it's a little tricky when you're like, but I had a plan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that 
was our read aloud. That's like we were reading. Um, we love the Green Ember series, and we started reading the Black Star of Kingston. And someone took off with that because it's gone. I can't find it. Oh no! And I want to know what happens. Yeah, and it's been missing. I was like, it'll turn up. We went away on vacation, came back, still. I don't know where it is. Oh, no. And that's a smaller book, so it could be in someone's bed or something. I don't know. Yeah. Those are so fantastic, though. <laughs> so good. And they're so good as read-alouds that, you know, and there's some books that are so good as read-alouds that you just, it's like, I know you want, I know, I know you want to, I, you know, and I've made my kids with the Harry Potter books. We've, I've made them wait to read them together, and then we watch the movie, and I'm wondering if it's one of those things that, you know, we're going to look back when they're older and it's going to be, oh, it was so great that we read them together and we have these shared memories. Or if it's going to be, you made me wait. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All my Probably friends were reading them the and you made me wait. Not fair, mom. That's what they're going to go to therapy about. It's going to be about that I made them wait to read Harry Potter. No, I'm sure there'll be yeah. plenty of other things that I did. But <laughs> I think it's great that you did. My oldest read them. My little two were too little to even listen to an, a chapter book, yeah. let alone. Yes. Yeah. So he's read yeah. them so many times that he probably has them memorized. Like he, he has his wizard cavern up on in our backyard with all the spells. Like he has all the spells written out and different vials of things. Oh, that's awesome. And I would really love it to read to the rest of them. But Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Math and Magic and Wonderland you're going to read this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another math one. Other ones on your list? Um, of the more academic, I want to read Teach Like Finland. Oh. I've been hearing a lot of good things about that one. Oh, this and is... And I have it, so I can send it to you when I'm done. Okay. All right. Because I was just putting it on my list. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're, so, we're just doing this podcast for, podcast for entirely selfish reasons. We're just trying to get ideas for our own books back and forth. Money. Which ones do you have and which ones do I have? And we'll... <laughs> Okay, so I want to read that one, and then I want to read Mindful Learning, which I got for a dollar, and it's all about using mindfulness-based stress reduction in education. Um, And we love mindfulness over here, and it's funny because um, I'm I'm a big advocate for mindfulness, but then I feel like when life gets crazy, it's the first thing to go out the window because you just want the kids to go to sleep. (laughs) So we've revisited in the last month or so, we started doing Headspace using the Headspace app again at night and my children fall asleep, at least one of them and often more fall asleep within that nine minute period when I use that app after bedtime reading. But then when you have that frantic, like everybody's crazy and you just need, you just need to go to sleep. I often don't use. (laughs) Okay. So this is what I'm going to like, do you do it? where all of them are hearing it at the same time or is everybody like with so I have them lay down in their beds on their back and I turn the lights out and then I the two bedrooms are next to each other kind of on a corner and the boys are in one and my daughter's in the other and I have the iPad like blaring <gasps> yeah genius oh yep. I'm gonna steal that I'm telling you so I want Andy he has a great book too I read his book that might have been last I summer think too. that was last summer yeah, I remember you that talking might have been about it. Personal development, but I want to hug him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's amazing, and I use it for myself too. Again, not as much as I should. I'll start and I'll do you know so many days in a row, and then I get sidetracked. And yeah, I know, but it's great. I really, 
it helps them calm down. And I feel like it's teaching them how to fall asleep. Like I've always been a cruddy sleeper. So it's nice to be teaching my kids how to unwind at bedtime. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I have um, the whole brain child um, and no drama discipline. And I, I saw those. No um, discipline is great. Okay. I haven't read them. Um, Heather Weller posted about them on um, Instagram. And I thought, oh, those look really good. Do you think they're more for younger kids, though? Or do you think they. I, guess- I haven't read. I think I read the whole brain child. And I think I remember liking it. Okay. But I, I never read Drama Free Discipline, but I've wanted to. Okay. All right. So you have to let me know. Yeah. I just thought they looked good. I need less drama in my life. Yeah, I might actually need <laughs> to order that because, as you know, we've had some. <laughs> a vintage new unboxer. Well, maybe maybe I should order those and then I can send them to you. And it will all, it will all work out. I've got more drama than I can handle. <laughs> Well, you know what else I want to read just for fun? Um, and we had talked about that we want to do like a long distance book club with this, the um, Bun Me Latadan book. Yes. And I'm trying to think of what it's called now. Um, but it's a novel, but she is so funny. Do you follow her on Facebook so and stuff? So funny. Hilarious. Yeah. My computer's going to freeze if I try to open it and get the name of the book. So we'll put it in the show notes. But um, yeah, I just think it's, I, I've seen, she's been posting like, um, little like just quotes from it and it looks hysterical okay it's called confessions of a domestic failure a humorous (laughs) book about a not so perfect mom sounds sounds perfect (laughs) i think that does sound like the perfect summer reading book and we can have like a long distance book club with it it'll be fun i need a long distance book club we should do a skype book club We totally should. I have a friend um, from high from gosh before high school and she and her college friends who are all spread about the country now get together once a month on Skype. They drink a glass of wine and they chat about books. That's a perfect idea. That's what we need to do. We need to have wine and we need to have um, pajama. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Podcast. Joggers. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wear our podcast pants and <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. I think that's that's most of my list. What else do you have on your list? You have other stuff. I left? really want to read Originals by Adam Grant. It's how nonconformists move the world, and I had heard about it on I think NPR a while ago, and I bought it for my husband for his birthday, and he has not read. read I can't speak. He has not read it. <laughs> I read books. <laughs> it sounds so literate. Yeah, He has not read it yet, and so I think I'm going to steal it from him, and he probably won't even notice, and then I'll just tuck it back in there. <laughs> but I like it. It's kind of about, you know, like quirky, outlier, creative types, and I don't know. It sounds fun. That does sound fun. Do you have, um, so do you have like a stack of books? Well, that- I have a ridiculous stack. Okay. Our, so both of our nightstands. Um, have shelves, like two shelves at the bottom underneath the drawer where I have books stacked. But then I have a tower that reaches, um, we have kind of a slanted ceiling. It reaches where the slant starts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like it's, it could take me out in the night. Yeah. Well, and that's basically, that's what happened to Rebecca. Rebecca knocked over a glass of water and Rebecca got damaged. Um yeah, I, cause that's the other thing is just trying to find a way to organize them all and keep them um, 
And so what I've been doing a lot is I've been, when I read a book that's really good, but I know I'm probably not going to read it again, I try to just send it to somebody or I put it in a little free library or, you know, donate it or something because I have to get rid of the ones that I've stopped hanging on to books too. Yeah. There's yeah. Any. It's, it's a and little it, hoardery. <laughs> yeah. My, well, that's what my husband says, but I, I read multiple books at the same time and I also have moods. So like I have my yeah. nonfiction and I have my fiction and yes. I have my, you know, really good fiction and then my kind of <laughs> junky fiction. <laughs> I love so that There's though. a whole system yeah. and it makes sense to me. Well, and we were talking about how, like, we always keep a book with us because that's a question I get from people a lot. Like, how is it that you are able to read so much? And um, so we both always keep a book with us. I have usually one going on my Kindle. Um, Like you said, like a nonfiction, a fiction. I always have a book in my car that's like... um, A car book. Yeah. I have cool tangerines in my car because it's something that you can just pick up and read a little bit of and then put it back down for months. But... If you ever get in one of those situations where you're stuck somewhere without a book, um, which is pretty I, much our definition of hell, right? Like, <laughs> Yes, that happened to me the other day, as I vented to you about. Yeah. And I love the idea that you keep a book that you've read before in your, like a go-to good book. I need to do yeah. that because this this week we had a snafu and my car book was not there. And I had a big chunk of time while the kids were at piano and I wanted to cry. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the thing. It's uh, <laughs> It's like a well-loved copy of Cold Tangerine, so it's not going to get that much more beat up, you know? And so I just, I leave it in there. And then um, I put, because I've, I've been trying to do less on my phone. And like when we went to Florida, I took off all my social media stuff and I, I even took off my email and um, I basically put a bunch of stuff in a folder. But I find sometimes that... Um, I think it's like an, maybe an introvert thing. Like I, sometimes I need to zone out on my phone a little bit mm-hmm. when things get to feel like too much, you know? And mm-hmm. if my phone is the only thing I have with me, I have the Kindle app on there. And what I put on was, um, I think it might've even been free or super affordable. Cause it's one of those like public license books. Um, I just put the Sherlock Holmes book, like the huge, complete giant tome of Sherlock Holmes. I don't even know what it's called. Um, we can find it and link to it in the show notes, but I put that on there. And again, that's something where it's shorter stories. So you can kind of dive in and out of it. And the characters are so good and the writing is so good that you're going to remember where you left off. You know, it's not like one of those like thrillers that they're kind of all the same, even though they'll hook you in. Um, when you're reading them after the fact, you're like, wait, was that this one? Or was that this one? Which one was the one where the girl disappears? Oh, wait, all of them, you know? So, (laughs) and I I love those books. Don't get me wrong, but I just find it harder to keep track unless I'm currently in the middle of it. So, um, so I try to keep that on my phone and audiobooks. Um, I just downloaded a housekeeping audiobook. (laughs) No way. I'll have to link to it. It's supposed to be like how to keep your house clean in in like 10 minutes a day or something, which um, I think is going to be hire a housekeeper to come for 10 minutes a day in my (laughs) case. I don't know how how well it's going to work, but... (laughs) Do you have an army? (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh, Elves, maybe? (laughs) The cleaning fairy. Yeah. I'm looking for her. Yes, exactly. I wish she would find my house, please. Um... (laughs) Any other ones? I can't I can't listen list? to audiobooks myself. Isn't oh. that weird? 
my mind wanders. Hmm. I can do it with the kids. Like we just finished holes this morning and I can tune in with the kids. But for some reason, my mind wanders when I'm listening to audiobooks. Yeah. I listen to a different kind of book on audio than I do um, if I'm reading. I've, I have all the Outlanders on audiobook. And, I need to read those. You know, I'll read them and then I won't go back to them for forever. You know, and um, I used to just read when I was walking in the morning. So, or listen when I was um, out walking in the morning. And that was good. Like if I'm exercising, I need something to actually encourage me to exercise. It's like my little gift to myself. (laughs) It's like, I'm going to go listen to my book and I guess also get some cardio in, you know. (laughs) See, I Um, rock out to Kenny Chesney. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's my problem. That's why I'm not reading the books. (laughs) No, that's, but I'm not, um, I'm not like a big music person. So I, I like yeah. listening to either podcasts or, um, an audiobook. but I'm not as good at keeping up with those. I just really like, I like a good old fashioned paper book, which, um, you said you, there's a used bookstore that you go to where you get yours. Mm-hmm. Is it like a little independent There's a couple. Or? Um, I think it's a chain, the one near mm-hmm. me. I'm pretty sure it's a chain, not a large, I don't know that anyone would have heard of it, but you can actually, um, donate some of your books back and then you get a credit. So it's not as expensive. And then wow. I love like library book sales and I can't resist if they're, you know, we go down to my in-laws at the Cape um, during the summer and they have a huge library sale where you can get just bags and bags of books for pennies. Those are the best. Those are the but best. But I, I love a beat up book. Yeah. And I don't feel bad cause I, I dog ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. We won't yeah. tell anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our library has a shelf. So there's an ongoing book sale and that's really nice. So I can grab stuff there sometimes. Um, and they tend to curate it really well. You know, um, the stuff that's on there is usually pretty good, pretty recent stuff that you would want to read. And then the library book sales and stuff. But, um, the reason I was asking you about the store is we have a half price books outlet here that I always want to get books from, but I get really overwhelmed we had one of those and I couldn't do it. I actually yeah. went out of business. Okay. Yeah. Because, so I was curious about like where you go because, um, I need things kind of organized a little or else I get very... Ours is set up like a bookstore. So the front of it is a bookstore and then the back is like a used book section, but it's set up the same way by, you know, you can sort for what you're looking for. Oh, perfect. And titles are laid out like they would be in a regular bookstore and you see things that spark your interest. I also really like to order um, used books through Better World Books. Yeah. Online on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot too. I do too. Yeah. And I and I don't mind buying a used copy of most books. That's fine mm-hmm. by me. Although getting a bunch of new books from people that were... Um, inscribed it was really really cool you know um for my birthday so that's that's been really fun too um just getting things that have little notes and things I love stuff like that or um I like sometimes really studying a book like with my book darts and the highlighter and completely nerding mm-hmm. out like when I read essentialism or I have um strengths finder is my next one have you read that at all? No. That's what I'm going to kind of dive into next now that I've reread Essentialism again. Um, so with those, 
I, I used to think, you know, you shouldn't make marks in books. I think that, that comes from college and trying to sell them back. <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> that thrifty part of you. Yeah. But now I'm kind of like, you know, it's okay. It's all right to, you know, make little notes or, or things in them. So I do that. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to a summer of reading by the pool again. Me too. Do you know what else I read last summer that I forgot to mention? Is The Importance of Being Little by Erica Christakis. And that's really good too. Especially if you're a fan of play-based learning, which I am. I think this is good. I, I, my yeah, list has a gotten lot. a little bit bigger. My Amazon cart has gotten a little bit fuller. But like we said, if we trade them back and forth, um, what we need to do is everybody needs to listen to this episode with a friend and then only buy half the books and then swap them. That's the plan. Yes. So, so what's bringing you joy this week? Okay. So what's bringing me joy is that we have this really fluffy elderly dog, Finnegan. He's a Belgian shepherd and he's old. He's an old 10. He's on all sorts of medications and he's at, and he's at the end of his days here. And so he has some quirks. And one of his many quirks is that he um, throws up a lot <laughs> and he's been checked out. He's fine. It's just like a process of aging and he's happy as can be, but it drives me a little bit crazy sometimes. <laughs> we love him. So I tend to talk to him like as these things are happening and just like you do to your pets. But lately in the last couple of months, my two youngest have started making voices for him and they're hilarious and they're, they're really quick. So I'll just be walking through the kitchen and, you know, I might step in a puddle that he created and I'm like, oh, Finnegan, why are you going to do that? And he's got this voice. He's like, um, oh, sorry. I didn't. And they'll go into something and it's hilarious. And then, so this week we have, he goes outside in our yard and we have these like on our patio so we can see him from the kitchen. And every year, this time of year, this tufted titmouse in our neighborhood comes and plucks his fur off of his body while he's just laying there to build a nest. And I have videos of it. It's amazing. And we're obsessed with it. And they're like, it's like his remora fish. But so my kids will make these voices that go along with the tufted <laughs> titmouse as it's plucking the dog's bumper. And it's always from the bum. There's something better from the bum end. <laughs> and I can't even do it justice to try to attempt to tell you what they say here. But it's like you almost pee yourself laughing because it's so hilarious. <laughs> and I'll okay. be sad when that nest is built. We have to put a picture in the show notes. Can you get a picture of that? Yeah, oh yeah, I have video. I think I put video on Instagram. I have video somewhere. I can easily do that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, the first yep. thing I'm doing after we're done is I'm going over to Instagram to look at this video. <laughs> it might be Facebook. I don't know. I love it. They're like they're one of those like fun animal pairing things, you know? Yes. And it happens every year. It's like something we look forward to. We say spring's coming. The titmouse is going to be here. And then the kids will come in and be like, we saw the titmouse. He didn't pluck from his bum yet, but he's there. Like he's scoping <laughs> them out. And then I did haircuts last week. I cut everybody's hair. So we left out a bowl of hair. You know, this totally weird homeschooler thing to do <laughs> under the bird feeder. And the titmouse comes and takes my daughter's hair because it's longer. And then he looks like, have you ever read... Um, baby mustache. Do you have that no. picture up? He looks like he has a bad guy mustache. So then we're dying laughing. If you've read the book, you get it. But it's like the tip almost looks like he has a bad guy mustache. I'm just still stuck on, you cut your kid's hair? 
That's um, awesome. I I, well, I buzzed the boys. I buzzed the boys, and then I cut my daughter's hair this week because we were getting a little bit of, we're having a little bit of drama around brushing again. And so it made it a little. I can't believe that you cut their hair, though. You have all kinds of skills. No. (laughs) (laughs) The boys, really, it was because we had been out hiking and I found like three ticks on them in a matter of minutes. And I was like, let's do a haircut right now. We're just such homeschoolers. A little bit <laughs> That's such a homeschool thing to do. Like first we were on a nature hike. And so then I cut my children's hair myself and then I put it in a bowl for the titmouse. <laughs> you need to write a book about <laughs> When I realized I turned into the wheel weird homeschooler. <laughs> That's awesome though. I love it. <laughs> So what's bringing you joy? <laughs> okay, so I cleaned my closet. This is what's bringing That's me joy. But I decided that I wanted to make an attempt at a capsule wardrobe, you know, that you see online. Everybody's like, capsule wardrobes, they're great, everything. And the thing is, every time I see a capsule wardrobe online, it's like some French woman who has like a $300 you know, white t-shirt. And I'm this like, yeah, so that's, that's not going to work. Um in, in my house, but I did, I got rid of a bunch of stuff and it helped a lot because now when I open and I did, I went back to, you know, the, um, Japanese art of, is it the Japanese art of tidying up where she talks about how to fold things so that you can see everything. So I went back to that style of folding things in my drawers. So it's like when I open a drawer, I actually know what's in there. And it has taken a lot of the, not that it was ever like I was stressed about what I was wearing or whatever, but it was just sort of an annoyance. Like I'm kind of an old man. I think I would be great if I just had like an old man wardrobe of <laughs> the exact same thing. I think I do have that. <laughs> I, I think that would be great. Um, I definitely like, I do the thing where I have like my house cardigan and my slippers and I come home and I put on, like I take off my, yes. I'm like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I take off my... <laughs> My out out of the house cardigan, and I put on my house cardigan, and I take off my shoes, and like I your put play on my, clothes. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I'm like a step up from Garanimals at this point, but um, which if they made those for adults, I would buy them. Um, just because I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to give it any. Well, I always want to do this too, and then I get. I feel like I need the capsule wardrobe for someone who lives in a climate where it changes every two seconds because mm-hmm. you need multiple I'm cold all the time (laughs) it's like one second here it's muggy and then the next second you're freezing and it's freezing rain (laughs) yeah well and I'm cold all the time but I'm also 40 so every once in a while it just is like a tropical rainforest in my armpits (laughs) so I'm like what in the world so I think the key to the my 40s is going to be light layers that's what I'm going to do light layers every day I don't know so I can (laughs) My friend once asked me, like, how many cardigans are too many cardigans to pile on top of each other? And, like, my, I, I think she was, you know, being funny, but my response was, it depends on hoods. Like, because if you have, totally like, good. <laughs> the hoods. And the, and the last one needs to be a really good hood. Yeah, yeah, but you can't have, you can't have, like, five hoods piled on top of each other because no. then it just becomes a hindrance. But if you just have a reasonable amount of hoods, you can put on, you know, two to three cardigans and you're totally... <laughs> fine but I'm yeah I, can't. I had someone comment yesterday I took the kids swimming um to this indoor place and I was wearing a da- like a light down but I was wearing a down jacket with my hood on because I was freezing <laughs> so 
some guy walked by you. He was like, you still have your down? I was like, heck yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm cold. I'm smart. <laughs> I know. I And that's the thing. Like One of the things that I'm realizing in my 40s is that I'm learning how to dress for what I'm actually doing, which means that a lot of times, like on Easter, <laughs> normally on Easter, I'm cold every year on Easter. I freeze and I'm miserable because I'm trying to wear like the cute little shoes and a nice little dress and look nice and everything is good. And, you know, and it's not warm at Easter. This year I was like, I'm wearing boots and I'm wearing a big sweater and I'm still going to look nice. I, I mean, I'm going to, the jeans won't have holes in them and I'm going to, you know. Oh no. <laughs> calling this introvert <laughs> i never even thought to turn that phone up <laughs> this has never happened before is that your house phone how dare you call my house <laughs> and it's not even there so i can't like it's just the base i don't know where the phone is <laughs> okay well then we better wrap There's up first time for everything <laughs> that's funny oh man <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's okay. It's okay. So we, um, the show notes for this episode will be at thehomeschoolsisters.com. It is going to be a big, crazy, massive list of books, but mm -hmm. hopefully it'll be good for summer reading. And we're really hoping that people will come over and tell us what they're going to read yes, this summer, and then we can build our lists up even more, and it can be a whole you summer of... damage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Books are my but love it's the language. Best kind of damage. It is, yeah. And like you said, you can a lot of times find stuff um, and use book sales and buying stuff. Um, Better Word World Books is a great resource. So I had these two awesome great aunts who were basically like my grandparents, and they used to come take us on field trips. They were both like really intellectual. One went to Harvard, and they would take us to like Cambridge and MIT. And every time they would visit us, they would bring us a book. And my aunt Blanche always said, "Money on a book is never wasted." With her finger up and <laughs> like that. So I always, I always like to quote her when I, when my husband's like. Is this? Did you order more books from Amazon? Money on a book. <laughs> Never wasted. I'm stealing that. I'm yep. definitely stealing that, and I'm going to make like I'm honoring everyone her call her me Blanche. Yeah, <laughs> Aunt Fanny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good rest of your week. You too. It's good catching up with you. We haven't done this in a little while. Yeah, I missed this. Yeah, and we'll see everybody in a couple weeks. Sounds great. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you got this, sister. <laughs> <laughs>